want to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet who I think can do some good. They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. We have built-in deniability. What makes you think you can control them? Welcome to the I Need a Minute podcast, part of the Tenthia Seniors Network. Here with Andrew this week. Yes, sir. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. Well, I should say good. And uh, if you see from the title of this podcast, we're going to be talking about DMX and his impact on hip hop. And I guess to us, because this is like the kind of music that we grew up on. Um, but because, you know, he went into the hospital and there was kind of like a day by day, people kept misreporting the story. Um, I believe it like eased everyone into DMX is going to pass this and he just got worse and worse. So like, this is going to happen. It was just like a matter of when and at what point. Not to be like morbid, but I don't think anyone really thought DMX was going to die of old age. Like, I don't think anyone thought DMX like was going to die of like just Alzheimer's. You know what I mean? Like with his, and if you look at his life and you, you hear about what he went through, like his mother leaving him, uh, at the age of like nine, the, the drug addiction, the crack shit, all the rest of that. Like, he had a lot of demons that was characterized and personified in his music. At no point, I think he died of old age, but even, even though I knew it would be probably something drug related or violence related, it's still sad to see the nigga go. Like, that was like, and I wasn't a huge fan at all. I, 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 I loved moments and I loved his music and I loved his prayers, but outside of that, I wasn't like, I was on my Wu-Tang shit at the time, so I wasn't a huge DMX fan, no. but I can I can say what he did for the culture was fucking important. Because we, we, we don't have a DMX now. I think, like, for me, um, when I remember listening to DMX back in the day, I was probably more of a fan than you because I still listen to DMX recently, like in 2020, 2021. Going to the gym, that was part of my, like, workout music. Like, when I got Spotify, like, oh, shit, I have this full... DMX catalog I could always like go back to. And I think DMX was more so like a a a comment, right? So he where he dominated for like two to three years mm. and then like became like an artist who was great for features, but then also ultimately faded. But I had those same kind of thoughts you did. Like DMX reminded me of uh like a Viking. Like he he wanted like a good death. Like he just wanted to go to Valhalla right. and like that would be it. Fox. And there would be Fox. like like you said, like he's not gonna die of old age. Like Jay Z's gonna die of old age, but someone yeah, like DMX, yeah, yeah. like he's he lived the kind of life that didn't like necessarily lead itself to that. And I was talking to a friend of mine about it, and he's and he was like, yeah, he died like kind of how he lived. Like it, it happened, and it wasn't no extenuating circumstances. It's sad that he passed, but it's not like unexpected you know like when you heard the news that dmx was in the hospital and possibly drug alert drug related you didn't it wasn't a shock to you right no not like at you all. heard that about some other kind of artist and i think because i i always have this thing and i and me and i'll talk about this on a previous podcast whereas like the internet or people describe the internet or they like they always put a straw man so when it was there might be like a few tweets or a few comments from people who didn't experience a DMX era. It's like, why is he so big? Why do people love him? Being confused about it. It's like, is it still not that many people? Cause you see the outpouring of affection from like people who listen to the music and people who are influenced by the music. 
So my question would be like, what was your favorite DMX anecdote that you saw come about in like the past couple of weeks? Because I got a bunch that made me laugh and made me think this nigga's crazy. Um, oh, oh, you mean about him? About him or like the fans? Uh, anything, anything. The, the the weird thing about it is, he's one of the few artists, and there's not there's not a lot of artists that, that 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 have this power, where you you can't refute a fan saying that they were a longtime fan because white boys fucked with him heavy so i'm watching all demographics like cry and like you know how like if like let's say buju die god forbid right we you can read a buju fan you know a buju fan tim mm. from arkansas is not a buju fan but tim from arkansas could be a dmx fan you can't mm. deny that because dmx represented if you're if being super honest, he was the first Eminem. He was the first person white boys like went to for their pain and for their anger. Like he was one of the first rappers to have like mosh pits. Mm-hmm. Rappers don't have mosh pits. Like that was DMX. That was his influence. Like that that video that went around. But then it's also like the niggas who were like, I had a dude literally. I had niggas crying in the group chat. Also like yo like. He understood real niggas and he understood pain. And I'm like, okay, like he understood pain and shit. But I don't know if you're as broken <laughs> as, as like, you're not necessarily as broken as this nigga to be like, you went to St. Andrews, my nigga, and your, your, your parents didn't give you Jordans once. And you're like, he understood pain. It's like, all right. Like, his mommy left him at nine. Then at 14, he developed a crack addiction. And I'm like, come on, like, don't, don't do that. It's like, you give her like a privilege. Shut up. Because there is like a, like a cross point between DMX and Mike Tyson, for instance, right? Like how they came about, how they became Perfect. like no, cultural yeah. phenomenons and how in older age, like they differed because X couldn't let go of some of his addictions, whereas Mike Tyson right. has been able to manage it better because he smokes just a shit ton of weed now. So there is like... <laughs> so much weed. There's just like a, a cross section of it. And... To me, like the even when I would listen to all the like DMX songs, it made me feel old because I was thinking, why do I relate to this so much? Do I relate to this so much because I listened when I was young, or does this shit just straight up still hold up? Like, is Dark and Hell is Hot is still one of my favorite albums. Yeah. Like the intro yeah. to is Dark and Hell is Hot. I remember the first time I listened to that, and I felt like wrong. Like it was almost like, yeah. how am I allowed to listen to this kind of music? And we would joke on this podcast a lot of times because we would bring up DMX in the context of there's no way he can make music like this now. Or like people would oh, be no. like, what the fuck is he no. talking about in these songs? And we just laugh this up. You're just like, no, this nigga is great. Stop, Stop Being Greedy is still one of my all-time favorite gym anthems. Stop Being yeah. Greedy, that and Who We Be. Like he just had, he had a... I would beat the shit out of energy. anyone who we be. Like, right. Like, 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 I wanted to, I remember Aaron Stall being greedy. I was maybe 16. I was like, wait, like, I was like, wait, these niggas, y'all be, y'all be long enough for real, but I like, I'm in my, like, said Susie home. <laughs> but he had that effect on me. And, like, he made you, like, feel angry. And then, like, it was all good until, like, the, the album with the blood. And then I was like, uh oh, what's, what's happening? No, not- Again, still great. Still went platinum. Still went platinum. That album still went platinum. We're gonna get into that, but I think we have we have done this long enough. We must talk about it. The Bahamian national anthem. 
Rough oh, Riders uh, Anthem. Rough Riders Anthem. Oh, yeah. Rough Riders Anthem. Oh, yeah. Hell, a special place in the Bahamas. Hell, control of the country. Like, I don't, I can't even remember another song. Maybe, like, Dexter Dap, Shabamut. I can't think of anything <laughs> else that held the country the way Rough Riders did. We we did a dedication. DMX died on Friday. So, yeah. on Friday, um, while we're on air, actually, we, we got the, the word or whatever. And um, we did a dedication for the whole, not the whole show, but like in between talking, we played his music. So I ended the show with one of his prayers as a Rough Riders anthem. Son, niggas at work, the whole studio was like the volume was up. And like light-skinned niggas and like regular niggas like losing their shit. And I was like, like th- there was a girl who came up from Marco's and she stayed in the studio and like, that song came on and it was like gun fingers in the air. This little light skinned curly hair girl. She's like, dun, 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 dun. I was like, yo, what is this effect on people that that intro has? <laughs> <laughs> like everyone immediately was selling drugs and capable of crime within their four minutes of that song. Like it's it's the Bahamian national anthem. Like it's you like- could not go anywhere in the Bahamas during peak DMX and not here at that time for years after. In fact, it nope. was so popular. It became like one of the songs where we would be like, why are these DJs still playing that? It's because that was still <laughs> shut down any party. Like yeah. 10, 15 years later, you could still play Rough Riders Anthem in the Bahamas and then shut down any party. It was like, see murder, fuck the mother niggas was different, but because it was like a, a fifth place if DMX Rough Riders Anthem was right. number one and there was nothing that touched it. And it was because it it connected gang culture, a new artist, his group of friends, them riding through the city. It connected everything. The beat was a bit, it was like, who the fuck made this beat? Swiss, okay, this person also needs to be a legend. And like, that's how like the trickle down effect. Swiss, Swiss, but, ate, Swiss is eating well off of DMX's and it, career. This is the thing, man, like it, like how you said, um, like everyone in the studio, that's what Rough Riders Anthem was. No matter what cultural mm-hmm. demographic you were in the Bahamas, yep. that yep. was the song, that was it. You go to Bahamian and just say Rough Riders Anthem, and they got like some weird story about some party that they were at yeah. where they played that and people lost their mind in big baggy polos. I remember being in Bamboo one night and you know, Bamboo ain't known for playing no shit like that. They, they keep that shit top 40 and techno, which we appreciated because you know, gals but i remember one night crs is in there and crx put that on and the energy in the club changed and johnny like ran to the booth and was like yo cut this shit off because like <laughs> you can see the energy went from like yeah to, oh shit all right all, all right, right. Okay. <laughs> we <in> here. <laughs> johnny ran and it was like yo cut that off cut that off now mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. only two songs do that hit them up and rough riders out them there are only two songs where the intro starts. People, that's why I fucked your bitch, you fat mother. Oh shit! Like, and everyone just loses their fucking mind. Like if, then, they, uh, if they were to ban those songs from the Bahamas, I like I wouldn't like it, but I'd get it. I wouldn't like it. <laughs> you'd but, understand. But, I, but I'd I'd get it. Like, yeah, nah, nah. <laughs> it needs to be censored. <laughs> now before we get off the of dark and hell is hot, because he said like Alexis had wrote an article about this. This dark and hell is hot has a run of songs starting at get at me dog that ends at um for my dogs that's unbelievable it's like it's for at least for us for me listening to this the track list is get at me dog let me fly and this is my favorite part right x is coming damien 
how's it going down, crime story, stop being greedy. I skipped the skits. That is a five song banger list. Like you probably don't have to do anything else for the rest of your life. That's continuity. Yeah, because for some people, because Rough Ride Anthem was in my favorite songs as like trying to be contrarian. So Stop Being Greedy was my favorite song. And that was a song whenever that video came on, on BT, I was like, holy shit. I think because pe- music is so accessible, people forget what it was like to just wait for them to play, the, for you to hear the song when the video was actually on TV. And like, if you knew where it was, like in, in like when Rap uh, Rap City did like their top ten list, right? Right, right like, it was like yeah. oh, there was nine last week, so between six and eight, I think that's where it's gonna jump. And I have to watch yeah. it here in order for me to get stop being greedy. And that's like the kind of thinking that you. You had to do because I remember, like, of course, Triumph and Capadonna slang editorial used to do that to me. Like, I actually <laughs> needed to be there to see <laughs> to see the video to actually hear that song. I remember, but you make a very good point. I remember being at my grandmother's house after school, cable on TV, but this big, and I'm just sitting there waiting. Then Rhapsody to come with like, all right, top ten. And I'm like, all right, and I would actually be like. I thought I was helping it rise in a number of songs. Like, <laughs> I, like, I gotta, like, in my mind, I was like, we did this. We did this. It was nine yesterday. Now it's six. Shout mm-hmm. to us. We out here. You know what I mean? I have a question for you, though. Was yeah. there anyone you want to check on when he died? No. Like, when, honestly, when Celebrity died, I, I don't check on anyone. No, no. Like, when Kobe, like when, no, when Kobe died, I had to check on Canton. Oh, so you mean like that, like... Yeah, yeah, like that, um, like, like a super fan, who you know, like... Because we had to check on Alexis. We were very concerned about Alexis. That's I'm not going to lie, like, I, I... I think because, like, it wasn't as shocking as the Kobe thing is why I didn't yeah. do it. And I honestly was like, fuck, like, check on me. <laughs> 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 and then, and then I, I, like, I thought, like because this is someone who we grew up listening to, it was also like, fuck, we someone about to get the bucket of this shit. We old as fuck. Like you had like that existential moment when yeah. you see like the people who you looked up to when you were younger or listened to, like they start to pass away and mm. they start to like expire. And there's like a different kind of, yeah, we, 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 we all gonna die. Like this some, on some true detective, uh, Russ Cole shit. Like we, we, we get into the, to the part of the story where you do something or it ends. And I, I think like that was how I like consumed the, the DMX thing. It's like, and cause I think there was a, a video with Char- Charlemagne the God and he's like, you know, if DMX died, he's going to be a trending topic, but what would, would it about you and you and you and DMX had a, another video where he said like, yeah, he's fine with how he lived his life. Right. He impacted a lot of people and um, for all intents and purposes, like DMX was a good person. He always showed love to the fans. He was someone who was able to like, change um some of his behaviors and but obviously not all of them (laughs) like well yeah clearly clearly so i think like for anyone who listened to rap that's how i viewed it like if you listen to rap you like dmx in my in my old nigga brain i thought about it like what's i do not know who this is i've not heard the songs i i had the funniest conversation with one of my boys my boy donovan donovan got married super early at like 21 22 so his kids are like his kids are like 18 19 so he said he was in the house he said he didn't cry he said he was in the house bumping dmx and his son was like who's this and he was like he had to explain and break down to his son like what was going on now here's here's the juxtaposition 
he had just put like a block on YouTube. He said he didn't want his kids watching the little Nas X video. He was like, no, but I want to watch the garbage and the sickness, da da da. But then he's breaking down to his son how da- how DMX is talking to to Damien. He's like, let me, let me explain to you what this is. I was like, yo, nothing is new. How you mad at him? How you mad at little Nas X for the for, for, for that video? But you explaining to your son why this nigga is draped in red <laughs> in the blood of his enemies, the talking cover to the devil. Of flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. Is DMX covered in blood? It what was great. Imagine how subversive that feels to like a young person like picking up like, yes. No matter what this is, yes. Please, more. But that's how that's how fucking old we are. We're like, we, we some of us, well not us, we're explaining to our kids, like, well, back in my day. <laughs> some of us, not us. <laughs> back, back in my day, the best rappers oh. had the last verse. If you listen to Triumph, come pull up, pull up a scene. We're gonna play Triumph for you. Like that's that's our generation now. Like 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 knock a few buck is gonna be after you explained to, to Kaiser at some point, and as to why that's relevant. I mean, I agree, just respectfully agree to disagree that the best rapper had the last verse in Triumph. I mean, we, we don't have to get into. Oh no 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 no, no 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 no! I agree. I agree. I'm just saying. No, Raekwon did de- not. Raekwon did not have the best verse. And it's definitely not the best. You know what? We're getting off topic. But for instance, in 24 Hours to Live, another video that I wanted to yeah. see, DMX had to get the ankle leg on that one. <laughs> that was another one like where you waited for that video to come on because this is the era when like New York was running shit. Mm-hmm. And if you, because people see like or listen to New York rap now, and they don't <laughs> understand that if you weren't in that group of people, like you yeah. weren't respected the same. It was yeah. like them, and then it would be like outcasts, and then West Coast niggas, and then that's how you could see it. <laughs> no one, no one explains that New York run better than Noriega, because anytime he references the New York run, DMX is in the conversation. He's like, he goes, "Yo, this when DMX was exploding." All of his interviews are like this when DMX, DMX had his foot on New York's neck for like five years. You know, there was a five year run of just X, like he ended every. Money, power, respect, best verse. Four, three, two, one, best verse. Like he was best verse in niggas out of the fucking mind. Like New York was just like, it's like the next. They were super teams. Like anytime yeah. they were in New York and you had featured artists, it would be like, okay, but then who was the best of the featured artists that you want? Is that mm-hmm. DMX is going to give my song this extra spice and he would always deliver in it. And mm-hmm. you just thought like, even because I remember uh, one of my takes was that <laughs> one of my takes I think you know about was that Nicki Minaj is the best rapper just for a, a bit in like the 2010 2011s because her features were so powerful. She had a run where she was on features and would, she would hit every single time. I agree. She did that for maybe uh, six to nine months to a year. And I love that just because I got to say that she was the best rapper. But DMX did that where he was the best feature artist on everyone's track yeah. for like a two, three year, maybe four year span where they knew that they could just bring DMX in. And now obviously it's Drake. Like it is, and Drake has held that crown for about like five to seven years. So longer than anyone else, but after Drake, I feel like it's DMX and then like the Nicki Minaj run. I'm sure there's other people who like would like Rick it. Ross and Jay-Z. But like where they're so impactful, where they have the best verse, I think it's yeah, like DMX always hate, stands out for that. I, I I hate that you're right about the Nikki thing. I because I because I, I wanted to refute that just now, but I remember she ate Drake on the track, she ate Kanye, Jay Z, and Ross on the track. Like she ate niggas for yeah. real. But no, but no X X is that nigga. X is that nigga. his four three two one verse is very slept on. 
I mean, I hate LL, I hate that LL Cool J. Like, I don't know if it slept on. I always that, <laughs> that was a monster verse. I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ. He did not have to do that. Like, relax, bro. But no, and, and then, then his tours, his tours were insane. You, you, you see that clip that keeps going around with him with that, like, I think he's in Germany or somewhere, mm-hmm. and like the whole like sea of white audience, and he about to do fucking um, I think get at me dog or something, and they just erupted mm-hmm. with the whole big marshman. Like he, he's been he was on the Violator tours, he was on the fucking rough, well obviously the Rough Rider tours, the Daft Jam tours. Like this nigga had a he had a career, and then he became like like a cultural linchpin, you know, for the rest of hip hop. Like yeah you would get DMX and, and like in pictures with people all the time. He's willing to do like podcasts and tell you what was up. He did interviews. There was the one appearance on Breakfast Club where they asked him how he feel about Drake. And he's like, I don't like the fucking <laughs> And then like he came back, he came back around to say like, yo, him and Drake were cool. Drake called him because he wanted to use um, one of his beats. And then DMX said like, yo, that took like a real, like Drake basically swallowed his pride and said, we grew up on your music. DMX said, you know what I fucking like this dude now just based on some shit because he realized like a lot of the dislike was on some bullshit that he had to let go so you see like and it's great when someone is like that impactful but then it's so and this is going to happen like moving forward but like where they're so recorded where there's so much evidence of them through different eras and you see like we watched DMX aged because of like how he came into the game you know his whole story because he's like open with it in his music and then like it the struggles in his life like going to jail get released trying to always trying to like turn it around like never thinking it was actually yeah. over and then there would be relapses and you'd be like yo you hope dmx is good but then even as we go through like our busy lives whenever dmx would pop up in some pop culture thing i always thought like man i hope he ain't say nothing to get him canceled and two like it's good to see that dude out there i I I always try and judge stardom, celebrity, and status by like, what's your story value? Like, what's the what, what what's the big thing with Prince? Everyone has a story about Prince. The big thing with Michael Jackson, everyone has a story about that. People in hip hop, Prince and those niggas, DMX is that for us? Everyone, you don't even you don't even really hear this with Biggie. There aren't a lot of like great Biggie stories he wasn't around that long, right? Compared to that. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's for real, because... No, I know, like, but that's, that's, that's funny. No, 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 no. He wasn't alive long. No, no, no. Okay, I'm not, I'm not saying it like that. But it's, I know, it's it's just that. I don't fuck with you. <laughs> because I people always you. say, like, when you're putting together, like, your top 10 lists or best um, best artists ever, and then they would right. put Biggie and Tupac in it. First of all, coming from where, <laughs> the era we grew up in, I'd be like, yeah, I... I get it but still like when you compare a discography versus a discography of an artist who lives exactly. a long time and gets to like develop how could you put one versus like the other like yeah no no i i agree but ev- everyone has like a great dmx story everyone like i don't know every rapper's like yo this one time and this one even odb everyone has an odb story you know what i mean and i don't i wouldn't put him in legendary status but like I think that's that's what makes it, and that's what that's what keeps the memories alive. I I probably just haven't heard this, but there must be some DMX ODB story that is insane that no yeah, one but, believes. Yeah, 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 no, no. Apparently, this isn't the insane story, but apparently they yeah. were there was a rap convention because that was a thing that happened that they shut down immediately because of the violence. But there was a rap convention, all of them used to like go to, 
and apparently they had like this the, the, the way they told it you know how they explain the the dream team and their practices and how their practices oh uh, yes 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 right yeah. they said a freestyle session basketball with, uh, reference. i'm sorry that's amazing <laughs> oh yeah last dance yeah, yeah. <laughs> they said a freestyle session went down between dmx and odb for like they said for like two hours because these niggas was going back and forth with rhymes for two hours and like there was no winner apparently buster rhymes was there jay-z was there the whole of wu-tang like everyone was there just watching this happen fat joe tells a story i think he was like, yo, for two hours, they just was going back and forth. I was like, holy shit. I imagine, okay, I imagine us in that scenario. And then, like, after, like, 20 minutes of it, be like, I think I'm going to go get something to eat, though. 100%. 100%. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is amazing. Like, this is great. But two hours, those things on drugs. <laughs> and they probably were. Like, it's ODP because- and DMX. They clearly are drugs. And you always hear the story about like the DMX uh, Jay Z freestyle battle. Um, it wasn't that and good. And it's it's like the uh, again like the Dream Team tape where there's like oh there's grainy footage of it like is it good and then like d- did he watch Jay Z did he body him this was supposed to be type of recording of it because obviously it happens a few times it didn't happen just once I don't yeah. think it happened one time. Um, and then you saw like this other stories being told. I'd be like, like when X was coming up and he used to have his dog trained to like during the freestyle b- battle, yeah, exactly when to bark and when to rap with people. That's actually hilarious, though. It's not gonna happen again. Like DMX is a rap unicorn. Like you can't, you can't replicate it. No, Noriega tells a story about. He said one time he asked DMX to come to do a feature. DMX is like fly to New York. Apparently, Nori flew up to New York. DMX is outside the studio with, with a, like, the remote-controlled car. And he's like, yeah, man, look at the shit. And he's like, all right, but can we go record? He goes, no, you, I'm, we're playing with the car. He said, he plays in the car. And he's like, let's go eat. They go eat. They come back. DMX goes on blow, leaves for the strip club. Nori said he was there for four days. And DMX, like, woke up and was like, oh, shit, the verse. Spit, like, Nori in the best verse on the fucking album. And he's like, all right, bet, pay me. <laughs> like, where the money? He's like, play. The money I have to pay you. I just spent being there for four days. He's like, then you have to leave the verse? <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't you mean? Because <laughs> the body, they gave him like 50 grand for like to go pay him. And like, he said, like, he's going to use five for the trip and then give him the 45. But he said, like, he spent like, the hotel, the strippers, the liquor, the, the cocaine, like all of it. And he's like, but there's no money left. That's where we have to leave it. That's where, um, and even just talking about these stories, like it made me smile, it made me happy. Like when you thought and you think like other hip hop um, podcasts this week, like they're sure Joe Budden is gonna like do something on it, uh, like a few on it. Yo. And people have been like parsing out their DMX stuff, Drink Champs, obviously, is gonna do one, and a lot of the other bigger podcast any music podcast is going to like reference dmx because to me this was like a dominant story on the weekend i know how this shit happened but i'm being real i didn't care about it but like the dmx thing is like what i wanted to talk about even when i'm saying like we're going to do this podcast and it sucks sometimes to say that someone dies and then you have to talk about it but like dmx is one of those like you have to talk about it um kind of thing what's what's so funny is I woke up Friday morning and it was like, Prince Philip has died. I was like, here we go. What's Megan gonna do? What's Harry gonna do? And then DMX died and like, 
I watched Twitter go from he's dead and rest in peace, Prince Philip, to like DMX, Darkman X, it's dark and hell is hot. Like Prince Philip was just like drowning and dying again. Like No, that, that's technically not what happened. What happened was no? black and Irish Twitter were roasting the fuck out of Prince Philip. There was oh, yeah, no yeah, rest yeah. in peace. There was oh, no, no. a few rest in peace and then people going back and forth, like, should you be disrespectful when someone dies? Like, oh, he's a colonizer, like get the fuck out of here. Um, these are all the racist shit he said over the years. And then um, DMX passing was confirmed because there were false reports for like two right. days in a row. Right. His passing was confirmed. And then the mood switched from jokes to completely uh, everyone being in their feelings and Solomon just saying like, fuck man, and this is what this guy meant. And it finally happened. And you know, like all the tributes people were thinking about writing, like it was, it was like an actual moment that was not tone deaf, like except for Lena Waithe, of course, but like where people were just kind of like acknowledging the greatness of what he was like as a rapper and the time that he rapped and the music that he made. And yeah, so so I think like the juxtaposition of that to me was like funny, but like I I don't know, I'll catch it on the crown. But, um, oh, I D was like DMX is more important at least to me. Oh no, when I saw he's dead was trending, I was like, oh, they about to slander the fuck on this nigga. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah and they, they, they slandered, yeah. they, they slandered Philip to pee. There's even a meme of a woman holding up her baby, and then there's a kid drowning on the side of her, and it says, "This is Prince Philip, this is DMX, and this is the world." Because <laughs> the world was like, "Rest in peace, DMX," and like this kid will be Yeah, that's yeah. What it is. So. I, I think like that's the perfect uh, one to go out on. Rest in peace, DMX. I will, I'm gonna listen to DMX at the same rate I have always been listening to him, which is like yeah. enough. And you know, Rick and Morty, I think guys, you gotta put, you gotta pick another DMX song and put it in for your upcoming season. Like the streets need it, we need it, X gonna yeah. give it to you. I remember when I heard that in Rick and Morty and like all of my like pop culture references were colliding at one point. So thank you, thank you. I am I, I am loving that 90s R&B and 90s hip hop is like getting the flowers it deserves in like these modern yeah. day cartoons. Family Guy did it, American Dad does it a lot, Rick and Morty, uh, South Park, I'm glad to get the flowers. Very true. Rest in peace DMX, thank you for Rest listening. Peace. Stay woke. Yes, sir.